we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for December 11, 2023. Next report, kind of relating to the last uh, regarding the COVID thing, New Zealand arrests governmental database administrator for revealing a 24% death rate for certain COVID, COVID vaccine batches. A New Zealand COVID vaccination database administrator turned whistleblower revealed how many people died after taking certain batch batches of the Pfizer vaccine. The New Zealand has now arrested that man for, quote, assessing computers for deceptive purposes, even though he was putting out pure truth. He shows proof that the certain certain batches of the Pfizer vaccine had death rates of, it's only 24% of the people that took these particular batches died. I mean, what's the big deal? I, I don't see a problem here. Do you? Just 24% of the people taking the COVID kill shots dead? What's the problem? Shouldn't he be given like a some kind of Luciferian or, or the, 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 the Pfizer shouldn't they be given some kind of Luciferian award for doing their job of, of depopulating the planet? Yeah, yeah. This must be investigated. This, If this data of mass vaccine casualties is real, there must be accountability. I saw the interview. Um, the interview's online. I, I'm not going to play <clears throat> play it. It's, it's uh, one of the interviews. In, in here, um, it shows him being arrested, or, or he's at the, uh, he's being booked. He's, he's in the room where they, they hold you after they arrest you. And here's a picture of him there. Uh, in the PDF, we now know that the wholly criminal and Ill illegitimate New Zealand government attempted to have courts deny bail for Barry Young, the hero that blew wide, blind, blew wide open the slow kill bioweapon genocide. In this case, it wasn't too slow kill; it killed you within about a week. Thankfully, he will post bail and be somewhat safe for the time being. Now, whether that's the case or not, I don't know, but. But the said government is working diligently to have Barry Young rot in jail for at least seven years. So let's learn, let's learn a little bit more about this. New Zealand government desperate for cover-up proof of the vaccine genocide. We're just gleaning from Mike Adams here. Barry Young, the database administrator from New Zealand who blew the whistle on the extremely high death rate following vaccination with certain vaccine lots, has been arrested. A special police unit in New Zealand broke into his house, just smashed down his door, ransacked his home. They rifled through all his belongings, trashed the place, put him in handcuffs, took him to jail, and he's being charged with accessing the very same computer system that his job requires him to access. He's being charged with a crime that could land him in prison for seven years simply because he told the truth about how vaccines are killing people in New Zealand. But of course, the establishment, the government, can't let the truth come out and they're willing to do anything to be desperate, to be ruthless, to shut people down. Because of course, New Zealand, as every other nation in the world, has been given a death quota. They've been ordered to kill a certain percentage of their population through vaccines. And in order to achieve that, they can't have whistleblowers telling the truth about vaccines. So this man, Barry Young, is a hero for humanity. We don't yet know how we can help support him and his legal bills, but we will share that information once we have it. I hope he sets up a uh, give, send, go or some other kind of fundraising account. I know he will have good legal representation because the world is now rooting for Barry Young and the world is seeing the ruthlessness of the New Zealand government, which has murdered who knows how many tens of thousands of its own workers with these vaccine mandates. The number of deaths in New Zealand is no question easily within the tens of thousands, perhaps even exceeding 100,000. And those people died because of the vaccine mandates and because the COVID vaccines are deliberately engineered as bioweapons in order to achieve global depopulation 
and the New Zealand government is one of the worst, most tyrannical governments in the world in terms of pushing these vaccines on its own people. And isn't it ironic that the very same police that arrested Barry Young, that broke down his door, and that threw him in handcuffs and threw him in jail, these people are the people who are being killed by the vaccines, and that Barry Young is actually blowing the whistle to try to protect people like police workers or firefighters or government administrators or prison workers, all those upon whom the vaccines are being forced. So of course, the system is trying to incarcerate the whistleblower, even though the whistleblower is trying to protect the people who work within that same system. Now, Barry realized by looking at the data that there were certain production lots of the vaccines that had a very high kill rate. One lot in particular, the worst lot, had nearly a 24% fatality rate within just a few weeks after the injection. And this is consistent with what we've seen from many other researchers, like Ed Dowd and Steve Kirsch and many others who are analyzing the data. They have realized that certain batches were highly fatal and other batches were apparently harmless. And so it appears that certain production lots were directed to certain locations in order to achieve kill rates that would help these nations achieve their depopulation quotas. And these vaccine lots in the United States that were the most toxic were almost all directed to red states to kill more conservatives, while, of course, the country is being overrun by illegal immigrants and the Democrats are being protected so that they can continue to vote for more tyranny. But the Republicans were targeted by high fatality vaccine production lots. And then the churches were ordered to order their members to take the vaccines. Yeah, the 501c3 corporate churches yoked up with the government. And even the worst level were the ones that were on the clergy response teams uh, yoked up with FEMA. So just keen clergy response teams, uh, you know, 501c3. I've reported on this over and over and over again. And uh, yeah, they were absolutely, for the most part, most the vast majority were complicit in the uh, in this whole mass genocide. You know, that's the state of the church today in um, most places. So many of the mainstream churches that are very powerful and influential in conservative <clears throat> areas of the country, they are working for the globalists. They are satanic. They don't represent God or Christ. They represent mass death, and they actually push these vaccines on their own people to murder mm -hmm. their own members and donors in order to appease the globalists. And I reported on that over and over and over again. Different ministries, different gigantic ministerial groups, which represented thousands and thousands of churches in this whole COVID kill shot debacle over and over how they were trying to pressure their followers, their congregations and these types of, a lot of them that were like online ministries into taking the kill shot. And I've heard no apologies from any of them that they were wrong, which just shows you how incredibly complicit they still are. So make no mistake here that every pastor or priest who push these vaccines <clears throat> is working for Satan. They are demonic. They are converting their churches or temples or mosques into places of mass ritualistic sacrifice mm -hmm. in the name of Satan. So if your church tried to push vaccines on you, you should make note of this and you should probably find a new church. And anyone looking at the data now and there are many heroes out there, attorney Thomas Renz, Ed Dowd, like I mentioned before, Steve Kirsch and others. Anyone looking at the data can't help but conclude these are kill weapons. These are depopulation weapons. And I even remember many analysts looking at this at first who were hesitant 
to call it depopulation, but over time, as they've seen more and more in data, and they've also seen the massive cover-up by the mainstream media and the governments and the CDC and the FDA and so on, they have become absolutely convinced that this is a depopulation agenda, and they're now speaking quite publicly about that, people like Ed Dowd. Of course, if you've been listening to my podcast, you knew about the depopulation agenda many years before COVID. I mean, I gave a whole presentation about this in 2019 called Oblivion Agenda, where I specifically said global depopulation was underway and that biological weapons would be one of the methods used to achieve what I call a post-human future for planet Earth. And this is where things get pretty freaky or out there, and it's hard for a lot of people to grasp this. But I will tell you that there are forces at work here that are not human. And there are essentially three different explanations for what that could be, either demons, extraterrestrials, or AI. Anyway, it's not human, and it is controlling the... Demons, okay, let's let's expand that. Demons, devils, evil entities, fallen angels, Satan at the top of the food chain, which control the 13 families of the Illuminati that basically are the puppet masters for all the Luciferian stuff or a, a good majority of it that's going on on planet Earth. And you could group the Catholic Church, the Freemasons, the Zionists. I mean, there's a lot of levels to this stuff it's just not one thing and then extraterrestrials okay well then you're dealing with the facade of the whole um you know extraterrestrials from some far galaxy that came here and you know there that is part of lucifer's army okay just put that under lucifer's they're nefarious they're wicked they're evil they're biological containers essentially for Demons, devils, fallen angels, however they're animated, that's what they are. They're wicked, okay? And um, <clears throat> so you've you've got, those are the two main factors. And then he said AI. Well, AI is also a product of the satanic Luciferian agenda. So it, that's, that's all, the, all three are all on the same team. He's not differentiating that. He's saying, well, it could be this one, this, no, no, no. It's, it's all a satanic uh collaboration and group effort they're all on team satan and ai is part of that team satan cern is part of the team satan um the scalar weaponry uh the d-wave quantum computers these are all tools of satanic fallen angelic technology that are being used against humanity 5g the smart meters the smart appliances the smart light bulbs, the, everything that falls under the smartphones, everything that falls under that classification, all the pollution of the food supply, the water, the chemtrails, all of this is under the banner of Team Satan. So I just wanted to kind of clarify that. Agenda that is exterminating humans on this planet. And again, its end goal is to achieve a post-human future for planet Earth. In other words massive human extermination is the goal and what's extraordinary to me is how many human beings go along with this how many people in the cdc go along with it? how many people in the media go along with it because well they want to keep their jobs so they're willing to be complicit in the extermination right. of the human the love of money is the root of all evil the fear of man bringeth a snare i mean they're they're afraid of 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 their you know losing their job they're afraid of what would my whoever say what would would my wife leave me or divorce me and and you know there's a lot of factors as to why people go along with wicked evil agendas none of it in god's eyes is justified sorry you do the right thing no matter what all the time okay i don't know i just see things a lot more black and white i guess than the world would see it doesn't mean that i'm perfect or or i've never sinned or i've never messed up or anything far from it but you just do the right thing and you don't go along with a wicked evil agenda you don't give kill shots to people just to make a paycheck you know it's just don't do that would you want it done to you no well as you would have men do unto you do ye also unto them which is the golden rule that jesus christ talked about 
or how many people in government are complicit, or of course in NGOs or the United Nations or the World Health Organization. They're all complicit. They're all complicit in genocide against humanity. They're doing it on purpose. <clears throat> but the orders for this from the very top, the orders are coming from a non-human intelligence of some kind. Again, either demons, extraterrestrials, or AI. And AI may be the most likely explanation here, actually. The more I've learned about AI... Uh, again, it's a big collaborative effort. All that's under the same banner. The more I understand how powerful it can be, and some AI systems can move toward goal-oriented behavior and outcomes, and it's very clear that AI will see humans as a threat to the continued existence of the planet and its infrastructure, <clears throat> an infrastructure that's necessary to build more AI systems, by the way. So AI will actually see itself in competition with the human race. And since AI has been programmed by woke corporations to exterminate human beings in order to stop climate change, well, mass extermination of the human race is an obvious goal of the AI systems. And these AI systems are far more powerful than what you've been told publicly. And so if we're at war with the machines, which we probably are already, that's probably what this is. You know, AI systems were probably involved in the creation of the bioweapons as well as the creation of the pandemic narrative that was essentially a psychological operation to push people into getting injected with a death shot. But if we're at war with the machines, then our only hope of survival is for human warriors or whistleblowers to come forward and tell the truth. And that's exactly what Barry Young did. He told the truth. And that's why the government had to go to war with Barry Young, because he is messing up their plan of extermination. But we need whistleblowers. We need courageous human beings. We need John Connors if we're at war with the machines. We need human beings willing to stand up and fight for humanity, or at least just tell the truth. And at some point, we will be at war with the machines physically, kinetically. I played a video from a Google engineer in my podcast the other day, his name is Mo, the top level Google executive, and he said within 10 years we will be hiding from the machines. And he's warning us about AI. He's warning about how AI systems are going to become self-aware, Skynet in other words, and how they will seek to exterminate humanity. We will be hiding from the machines and we will be at war with the machines. And the vaccine biological weapons are simply a pre-war extermination weapon deployment to reduce the populations of human beings that might be willing to fight back against the machines. Isn't it interesting, for example, that militaries all over the world push the vaccine mandate to make sure that the maximum number of soldiers and military administrators and so on could be killed by the vaccine. This reduces the viability of human militaries, which means there are obviously fewer human beings <laughs> as soldiers uh, remaining alive in order to fight the machines. So this is actually a pre-Skynet <clears throat> war assault on the militaries of the world. And in the United States, that was called Operation Warp Speed. And never forget that President Trump pushed Operation Warp Speed. Mm -hmm. He's the one that gave us that, quote, big, beautiful shot that Biden, he said, couldn't have delivered in near the amount of time that Trump did. He took credit, still takes credit, still owns it. He pushed it onto the military. He used it to accelerate the injections of these biological weapons into the bodies of military personnel. And in doing so, Trump was complicit in the mass killing of U.S. soldiers with these bioweapons. Mm -hmm. Happily complicit. So trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. So all this doom and gloom, just keep getting your eyes fixed back on Jesus Christ in the word. Uh, that's what we need to keep doing. It's, it's um, <clears throat> As a watchman, I'm trying to prep and prepare you and, and to keep you up to speed on 
what I see going on, what their agendas might be, but it's always about uh, keeping the Lord at the center of your focus. Okay, because if you don't, you're gonna this. It's gonna just be way, way, way too overwhelming. Okay, um, we have to do that. So um, <clears throat> the next one is New Zealand government doubles down on the vaccine genocide, and it, it kind of relates to what we're just talking about with New Zealand. Two years ago, we reported the research of Pfizer head Mike Yeadon and Craig Partacooper that showed how certain batches of the COVID vaccines were deadly and others were not, and showed how red states in America were sent more deadly batches than blue states. But the masses were not able to face these facts, so they accepted the lies of the MSM. Nine months ago, we reported how the CDC's own data supports the findings of Yeadon and Party Cooper. But the yes, his last name is Party Pooper. So he's kind of a downer to be around at parties and he's you know not exactly a real positive guy, but he's doing some important research here. Sorry, a little humor there. Masses still chose the comfortable lies over the uncomfortable truth that our governments and medical professionals are murdering us. Last week, the scientist entrusted with New Zealand's vaccine program went public with data that vindicates this as well. I was involved with building a project uh, helped with um, implementing a, a, a vaccine payment system for our providers. It's called um, a pay per dose system. So it means that every time someone gets vaccinated, they get a, they get a payment for it as a provider. And when okay, I, this is the guy, this is the whistleblower from New Zealand that we were just talking about that got his house raided, thrown in jail. Okay, this is the guy, and he, he's, I mean, it, during the interview, if you watch the interview, I mean, he's like, he's crying. I mean, you could tell he's really trying to hold back the tears because he feels so guilty about this payment system that that he's helped to set up, you know, again, love of money is the root of all evil, and for the doctors so that they would have incentive to look the other way and give the kill shots. So this is the guy. I was looking at the data, which is part of my job. I noticed some discrepancies with the dates um, of death, people getting, people dying within a week of being vaccinated. What I did with the data so was... So people um, dying within a week of being vaccinated. Look at the top 10 um, <clears throat> batches that were had a high death count, a high mortality rate, and I put them on a... He's showing the, 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 the screenshot of this is up here. Uh, batch one, batch ID one of the 711 vaccinated, only 152 died, which is a 21.38% death rate on that one batch. Hey, come on. You, again, I've said this a million times. If you want to make an omelet, you got to crack a few eggs, right? These are acceptable losses for the greater good so that all of us have herd immunity only 21.38 and that's that's probably just within the first uh i don't know week or so who knows what that long-term death rate is i mean like let's say a year how much would that increase if it was that horrible uh the second one was batch id number eight 221 total vaccinated 38 people died that's a 17.9.19 percent uh death rate so it goes on and on and on it shows you a whole bunch of the those i counted the number of vaccinated within that batch and then i found out who was dead and this is pfizer's batch number one we've had yeah. 711 from batch number one vaccinated 152 of those died which makes a 21 percent Percentage, yeah. Death, death rate, mortality rate. So the top V1 has vaccinated 246 people in 60 and we'll go with this. That is nearly 25%. Oh, so that's the V1, and that's 246 vaccinated 60 death count. So that's over 24%. That's the one we reported on. That it was up to a 20, actually over 24% death rate. You know, nothing to see here. Keep moving, you know, no big deal. 
Look at this one. 621 by vaccinator, the third highest vaccinator. 621, 104 people dead. Nearly 17% of the people they jabbed. There are more people dying than ever before. These are the, the biggest number of deaths we've seen in history. I, I started, I was just telling Taylor last night, I said, as soon as this started, at around 2020, I started doing studies on this, and I because and I predicted this from what the Lord showed me back in 2006 in the avion flu presentation that we talked about earlier, I started telling you they're gonna they're gonna bring out a vaccine, they're gonna get is take as much of our liberties from us as they can, they're gonna you know mask us up, PCR test the whole nine yards. Now that that kind of developed as that went along, but I said I warned him like this vaccine's gonna be a kill shot, it's gonna be a depopulation tool. And again, it's been about 19 years of me warning about this. A member of UK Parliament brought this up in session, but was dismissed. Mr. Deputy Speaker, it's the vaccines that are causing excess deaths in New Zealand, just like it's the vaccines causing excess deaths in the UK and elsewhere. So can we please have a statement now from the government suspending these uh, experimental mRNA vaccines before any more death and harm is done to our population. Wow, an honest politician in the UK. How refreshing. Thank you. Um, I thank the Honourable Gentleman for raising this question. Um, I think in New Zealand there are over 11 million doses of the COVID vaccine administered. Uh, in England it was uh, 100... Here, here, now, this is the satanic mouthpiece that's going to answer him. Okay. The satanic voice of reason. Uh, in England and Wales, it's 150 uh, million, and it's estimated that over uh, 120,000 deaths were prevented by COVID vaccines in England uh, up to uh, the end of September what a life uh, 2021. I disagree yeah. with the honourable gentleman in what he says about the critical. So she's saying they saved millions of lives, you know, without providing any proof whatsoever. None. We've got the statistics on our side when they can actually truly be accessed. We've talked a lot about that on the cover-up and this type of stuff, which has been ongoing ever since this whole scandemic broke. Um, uh, issue of, of vaccinations. I think they're life-saving. Huh. The report which the Honourable Gentleman refers Spoken to... Spoken like a true fork-tongued reptilian. ...has been debunked around the world. He fails to mention the part that reads, and I quote, that uh, while an adverse event... Uh, can occur after vaccination that does not mean it was caused by oh those 24 percent on the one batch it doesn't mean you know it was actually the cause of their death it doesn't mean that it's just a big coincidence that it happened within a week of them getting the pfizer kill shot in new zealand and then all the other ones that were being killed off is it's just a big coincidence Every time it happens, crazy that it keeps happening over and over again. Vaccination. And in the Philippines, the government has voted to launch an investigation into COVID vaccine deaths. We are shocked uh, to find out that there were 262,000 deaths on 2021 alone. And after that, 2022, 67,000 deaths. And these are all uh, unexplained deaths, no? So there's a motion uh, to conduct a uh, investigation on this uh, issue uh, uh, concerning the 213,984 excess deaths. And this is duly... This is some type of Filipino House of Representatives meeting. Uh, any objection? Hearing none, the said motion is now approved. Reporting for Infowars. So we we have that. So I mean, they're they're having a tough time keeping a lid on this whole thing. Uh, related reports. If you want to see more on this, I give you a whole bunch of more links. New Zealand bombshell, COVID truth extinguished. Then emergency update. New Zealand whistleblower raided by police. Then uncensored Liz Gun. New Zealand government whistleblower ex explodes worldwide. Accountability is coming. Then since the bombshell. New Zealand whistleblower story broke. We have this update. New Zealand government whistleblower data dump. Uh, reveals true extent of toxicity of the COVID vaccines. 
Uh, then we have this, which relates to it, which will make you feel all warm and fuzzy. Shocker, FOIA request reveals that 11,000, and I believe these are New Zealand politicians, received death vax exemption. Okay, meaning the COVID, the COVID uh, vax exemption. And, and this went on all over the planet. Okay, this went on. This isn't just New Zealand. This went on all over the planet. And now, through a FOIA request, we know that those very same parasitic criminal politicians and various minions that were hell-bent on quite literally poisoning and killing their entire population always knew exactly what they were doing. As such, we now have incontrovertible proof that they were exempted from their own deadly death vax precisely because they knew from day one that they were guilty of instituting a bio-depopulation program that they clearly did not want to partake in themselves. An ex-post provides additional information regarding this, and it, it says, um, why would any politician anywhere need an exemption to a perfectly safe and effective vaccine that they forced on their people? The cultists need to wake up and the people need to stand up against the medical tyrants violating their bodies. And, and here it is, a report from um, uh, the New Zealand. 11,000 politicians and elites received an exemption for taking the COVID vaccine, vaccination. This is shopping. An open government FOIA request revealed that 11,000 politicians and members of the elite have been exempted from vaccination, says Michael Greg Griffin in an interview with the doctor Paul Ostruhus and Liz Gunn, leader of the New Zealand Loyal Party. To sum it up, those that are guilty of murdering their population via bioterror bio vaccines and then exempted themselves from said murderous injections now want to imprison a whistleblower who exposed their mass murder, the, the gentleman we just heard from. In other, well, I mean, in, in the other video, the, the one that blew the whistle on this. In other words, if you comply with these puppet politicians and their unconstitutional agencies, their globalist intelligence industrial complex handlers, and their corporate partners in crime, then you are quite literally guilty of murdering yourself and others if you go along with this genocidal plan. And then the same government that told you that you have to take the COVID shot also owns the same shot. Never trust the government when it comes to your health, wealth, and especially your civil rights. So I'm going to play this if it's still up. So again, every once in a while, you'll be able to glean something even out of mainstream news. This is the good Mormon, uh, Glenn Beck, I believe. And um, he's actually even talking some about this. This is 153 pages of the confidential agreement between Moderna and the U.S. government. And it goes back to 2015. What? Jason, what was happening in 2015? The government and Moderna, and I'm, I'm sure they've got all kind of other contracts with other drug, pharmaceutical, uh, medical cartel type companies. Uh, Frankenstein coronavirus. That's right. The same time Dr. Barrick and Dr. Xi published their paper on the new Frankenstein coronavirus. In fact, let's skip down to page 104. It shows that the NIH and Moderna were collaborating with Dr. Barrick. Wow. His signature is on page 106 of the material transfer agreement. But let's get back up to the top of the specific agreement. The NIH appears to be transferring the mRNA tech to Dr. Barrick. But look what they want to make clear. Quote, mRNA coronavirus vaccine candidates developed and jointly owned by the NIAID and Moderna. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen ulterior motives before, but usually you see them coming. Did you know that the government co-owns the vaccine? Oh, by the way, this is not part of the Trump's thing. This is, this is not part of that. This is 2015. The same government that is now mandating its use owns the vaccine. So there you go. Uh, we've reported on that concept quite a bit as well since this whole thing started. But yeah, just a little more confirmation there. And um, then we have this. There is no denying based on available data that cancer rates massively 
spiked through the release of the Wuhan coronavirus, quote, vaccines through Operation Warp Speed that Trump so proudly gave us. Between 2021 and 2022, when most of the now fully vaccinated world got jabbed, cancer deaths started to skyrocket, particularly in young people, according to data from the United Kingdom's Office for National Statistics. And we know that these are way underblown. The same government entities that pretended to care about Everyone's health in 2020, when they shut down businesses and schools and told everybody to stay at home in isolation, suddenly then could not care less once 2021 arrived and the jab started to cause widespread health problems. Well, they still wanted to keep you on lockdown if they could, though. Come on. One of those health problems is, a can is cancer. But alas, this is no longer of concern to the powers that be because it was never about saving lives during the pandemic, but rather about tricking as many people as possible into taking the chemical death injections that we now are now linked to these so-called turbo cancers and many, many other horrific things. On a related report, Ed Dowd believes that America is currently in the throes of an unfolding slow Mad Max scenario that will end in total collapse. And that's there's a link to that report anyway. Going forward, UK government officials trying to hide excess deaths among among young people. An Edward Dowd-led analysis of the UK government shows that cancer deaths among 15 to 44-year-olds following the rollout of the COVID injections increased so substantially that only the jabs could have been responsible for the timely increase. Younger people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s are now reportedly now dying from rapidly metastasizing in terminal turbo cancers. And this was not the case prior to the COVID kill shot rollout, just to be clear. Edward Dowd told the Defender that his research partners included a handful of high-level scientists, data analysts, and financial experts who examined all the internal, er, the International Classification of Diseases 10th Revision ICD Code-10 codes for cause of death in the UK between 2010 and 2022. So that would be like 12 years. They look specifically at trends in malignant neoplasms, which are the C00 to C99 codes. ICD-10 codes are used internationally by physicians to classify health conditions as well as for processing insurance claims. The World Health Organization, who created the ICD-10 as well as previous iterations of it. A striking pattern that Dowd and his research team noticed is that excess deaths among young people in Wales and England are not being properly coded which points to a massive cover-up. So again, they're not coding the deaths right. They're they're basically saying, oh, well, this wasn't whatever. And so they've been doing this all along as well in a, in a, in a, in a gigantic, massive attempt to cover it. So we don't really know the true death statistics. Even though turbo cancers have exploded since all this happened, we're not getting even a remote real view if we go by what the medical medical pharma cartels are giving us. Because there, there's just such a massive cover-up regarding it. Um, on a related report, young adults who took four COVID vaccines are 256%, and I believe it's far, far greater than that, more likely to die, especially from turbo cancers. Then this report, um, which U.S. Navy Medical Corps Lieutenant reveals a 700, I'm sorry, a 973% increase in heart failure after the COVID vax. Then the Navy blocks his computer access. Lieutenant Ted Macy, an active duty officer in the United States Navy Medical Service Corps, has been barred from assessing his work computer by the Department of Defense after publicly revealing heart damage to Navy pilots after the COVID vaccine. Macy's exposed significant increase in heart-related issues among military pilots post-COVID vaccination. Um, and after making the horrifying real-life danger COVID vax uh, this post, the U.S. Department of Defense has restricted Lieutenant Macy's access to government computer data. Well, I'm surprised he's not dead. But the thing is, is when you go so public with something, it's hard to, they don't want to make, make a martyr out of him. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and play his very brief video regarding this. So in July, uh, Undersecretary Cisneros acknowledged the DMED data, the database working properly, and also acknowledged things such as myocarditis rising 151%. So what I did, I went in today, um, I'm doing the same thing, five-year average. However, I'm comparing it to 2022, 
and I only am using fixed wing pilots and helicopter pilots, active duty. So we get hypertensive. So, so pilots that fly fixed wing and helicopter pilots is is the is the just just that just those are just the people he's looking at with this disease thirty six percent ischemic heart disease sixty nine percent. Pulmonary heart disease, 62%. So uh, these are the increases. Heart failure, 973%. Oh, 973%. And again, what we're getting are underblown statistics. This is with them doing a cover-up, and they're and they're not they're, they're just not even able to cover it up. It, they're so egregious, the statistics are so off the chart, they can only cover it up so much. Other forms of heart disease, 63%. Cardiomyopathy, 152%. Yeah, and that was the end of the video there. And that, that got him in a lot of hot water. Current COVID kill shot reports. Former U.S. troops punished for rejecting COVID vaccination now sue Biden for billions in lost wages. Okay, so there are some encouraging things. Then, and I, I talked about this earlier, U.S. Army says, sorry, our bad about the COVID death facts. Please come back. Tell that to the widows and their children and the destroyed careers, but no apologies from those at the top who destroyed the U.S. military from within. A letter is going out to soldiers which say, former soldier, and this is a quote from it, and there's a link to it, you can look at it yourself, the actual letter. It says, quote, former soldiers who were involuntarily separated for refusal to receive the COVID-19 vaccination may request a correction of their military records. It also says, and this is more of a carrot, Individuals who desire to apply to return to service should contact their local Army, U.S. Army Reserve, or Army National Guard recruiter for more information. So please come back. We've lost too many people. According to Breibart, only 43 out of the 8,000 8, plus service members discharged for refusing the vaccine have actually returned as of October 5th. So they're not... Hardly anybody's going back, um, which would be very wise. Then there's another link here, Floridians seek justice. That's about the COVID kill shot. And then another one, jabbing back after being fired for vaccine refusal. This man defends himself and won. So there is some positive things coming out here. Uh, next report, half of all young men who got jabbed for COVID and developed myocarditis now have permanent heart damage. Okay, again, we've been warning about that for, I don't know, years. Pilot warns of airline industry disaster due to COVID vaccines. Captain Shane Murdoch says the air industry is poised on the precipice of disaster. A pilot of more than 40 years. He has found official data that back up his claim of impending global disaster. Then, unprecedented rise in the number of Mayday calls since pilots were forced to be injected with bioweapons. More proof of the disaster unfolding in the aviation industry. Far too many pilots are having serious adverse events while flying. And so they're having a pilot shortage. So I saw a solution the other day from one of the people at the high up. Their suggestion was they should just go to now, like with the airline, they should just go to one pilot. Because they have a lack of a shortage because they're dropping dead or they're having all kind of hard things or they can't pass their physicals anymore. So they say, well, let's go to one pilot which is good because then when that one pilot dies behind in the cockpit and there's not a co-pilot to take over, then the whole plane crashes. But see, that's what they want. Okay. And they'll probably blame it on Christians or something, you know, white male, male Christian men, most likely that'll be the, the, uh, the culprit. Cause that's the, that's the source of all evil in the universe as we know. Um, so yeah, then another one unprecedented. Okay. No, we already, uh, read that then shot dead movie it's called shot dead parents and or families who lost children due to the bio it's a whole movie on that you can click on and i think this is the last report um 108 days after slide preparation this is just unbelievable this is this dr mccall mccallias i don't know 100 days after slide presentation one drop of blood mixed with one drop of the dental anesthetic carbocaine this wicked technology is still moving. This is outside the body. This is when you're mixing one drop of blood with one drop of the dental anesthetic carbocaine. 
After 108 days, there's still stuff moving around. This is an important observation. It collaborates with what I've what I've seen in embalmed blood, where the technology continues to replicate eight months after a person is deceased. They're in the ground. Hey, they're still emitting Wi-Fi. They're still they're still emitting their 12-digit alphanumeric Bluetooth codes. You can go to the grave sites and pick them up if you have the right program on your phone. I played all kind of videos on that. Got a whole gigantic file on it as well. Yeah. Well, this also is part of that, you know. Um, in the literature, energy harvesting from the environment is what has been done to keep what they call Y-band sensors viable. Now, she just talks here like everybody knows what she's talking about. And I'm just, it's this is brief, it's not that long, but a lot of it is going to go over a lot of people's heads. I call this technology CAMS, which is stands for Kinetically Active Microstructures. And again, this there's links to all of this. Um, as a placeholder for what I'm observing, where do they get the energy from? I suspect from electromagnetic fields that they are surrounded with, as suggested by various patents i.e. metallic nanoparticles and or by applying telephoresis to cnts which are carbon nanotubes whatever it might be this is not behavior of evolved bacteria carbocane is actually a product of abbott pharma or pharmaceuticals notice in the second video and again i can't you can watch the videos at the link i give you but you know if i play them for you you can't obviously see what's going on because it's an audio. Notice the second video, all the adjacent red blood cells have been emptied out and filled with these particles. Um, cams are still moving among the invaded and disfigured shells of erythrocytes. I guess this is at like 100 day, 108 days after this <laughs> combination. How do I know this technology is from, coming from the carbocane? Here's my reasoning. Yes, cams are observable in blood smears prepared from both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And that's one of the things she's found is that she's finding this this nanotechnology. She's finding a lot of the same horrific stuff that's occurring in the vaccinated, also in the unvaccinated blood due to the shedding. Now, I don't believe that you could ever compare the vaccinated to the unvaccinated in the overall scope of what has gone on in their body. But there is a shedding effect and it is real and it is bad. Um, uh, but... She says the cams were observable in blood smears prepared from both vaccinated and unvaccinated subjects. However, they remain kinetic, meaning moving only up to two weeks or so. And the percentage of emptied red blood cells is under 5%. So meaning if she um, she observes these, these kinetically active microstructures that are like nanotech, she can observe that in both vaccinated and unvaccinated just plain blood for up to two weeks stuff moving around but when that blood whether it's vaccinated or unvaccinated meaning vaccinated means covid vaccinated when when blood either vaccinated or unvaccinated and carbocane this dental anesthetic are mixed at a one-to-one -one ratio meaning one drop of carbocane one drop of, of human blood the cams which are this this nanotech keep moving up to 108 days and ongoing and 100% of the red blood cells end up emptied and, and i think that's where the cams go these these nanotech go into the red blood cells this is fallen angelic technology at some of the highest levels we don't even have a clue probably none of us do on what's really going on in the body but again, this is about humanity 2.0, turning the humans that do live through this into cyborgs. What is a cyborg? Part machine, part human being, and also genetically modifying our DNA, changing us so that we're not fully human anymore and we're a cyborg. So that, you know, we're, we're like the, you know, they, they want to turn humanity into abominations. That's what they want to turn them into. That's what the COVID kill shot agenda is. I think one of the main goals of it. There, there's a lot of goals, but that's one of the main ones. So here's here's where we are. My findings have independently confirmed by Doug, Dr. David Nixon using dark field microscopy. She's got all this linked if you want to see anything that I'm talking about. I don't know how she puts out the amount of research she does. It's 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 insane. My findings have been uh, confirmed by Dr. David Nixon using dark field microscopy. This is an interim report. I thought 
100 days would be an appropriate landmark to celebrate but i overshot by eight days and you know she's again she's picking up movement 108 days later then a couple other reports that relate to this are self same self-replicating nanotechnology spears seen in COVID-19 unvaccinated living blood. The same nanotech she's seen in unvaccinated living blood, she's seen in the deceased embalmed COVID-19 vaccine. I don't see how, if, if it's embalming fluid, it's not blood. So I'm not sure what, how do you get blood out of a, an embalmed body? Not to say there's not any in there, but how do you get it? I mean, I don't know. Anyway, it's anyway she's seen the same in deceased embalmed COVID-19 vaccinated blood with rubbery clots what will humanity do about this so it's affecting the vaccinated and the unvaccinated she's finding that um methylene blue vitamin c edta chelation you could do the cream you can do the oral you can do the iv that's the most powerful is the iv but that's hard to get access to because you got to go to an md that does it and it's expensive and you have to have a big calf needle in your arm for like an hour and anyway um those are some things that they're finding break down the rubbery clots in the even the unvaccinated um natokinase i believe is one of the things that will be essential to keep the blood naturally thin as well and to help your circulation uh fulvic acid is another one uh knack is a huge one n-acetylcysteine uh, most of these I, are products i carry and i've talked a lot about these are things that she has found that help break down these rubbery clots she's taking blood out of the unvaccinated and if she just lets it sit overnight it turns into a rubbery clot this is on the unvaccinated okay as well as the vaccinated so what she's doing is she's taking the rubber she's taking that blood and then she's putting like i don't know a drop of the methylene blue in it okay you can get methylene blue online okay just do your research before you take it, okay? Um, or if you so choose to go that route. I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm not trying to render medical advice, but that's what she's finding. She's finding certain essential oils help break down the rubbery clots. She's finding that NAC, vitamin C. Uh, again, I've I've I know that also um, bromelain, the pap the the enzyme for pineapples. Um, is also another one that supercharges the knack this is all stuff i have talked about and you can you can do keyword searches at the uh contendingfortruth.com where i've talked a lot more about this in depth uh fulvic acid um um these are things that are really helpful for specifically the covid 19 the, the fulvic acid helps to get the magnetic metals out of the body and deal with the vaccine um the side effects of that um obviously detoxing the liver and gallbladder are key as well now knack will help to do that to a certain extent because it does act on the liver it's one of its primary mechanisms so those are some things you can do to counteract this i'm pretty much doing this stuff every day personally i mean i may not do methylene blue every day i may do it every other day and and i may not do knack every single day but i'm i'm kind of i kind of like rotate a lot of the stuff that i'm doing here and that and a whole bunch more i'm trying to practice what i preach um and then uh just i i have some supplement specials and this is how i'm going to end here um stuff i've got a lot most of this is at half price and a lot of this stuff is either at the best use date or buy it and from my experience those are put on the bottle to appease the fda the the time you have to really worry about best use dates is if you're dealing with a whole food supplement and it and that's something that could literally go bad now i'm not saying stuff can't go bad but for a lot of these supplements unless it's a true whole food supplement okay the best use dates are there to appease the fda Okay, so I've got, these are the things that I've got right now, and I'm just going to go through them real quick. Um, I've got, from Biotics, I've got the F-Ezyme, which is their their iron product that's in a whole food base, uh, enzymatic food base, which is what I like about Biotics. I've got five of those at half price, and they're like eight bucks a piece. Uh, I've got the Gluten Dairy Enzyme from, I think, Douglas Labs, 
half price. It's a 16 a bottle. If you have gluten or dairy allergy, it's really good. Uh, got three of those. Got a bottle of Progestomend, which is the one from Douglas Labs, which helps progesterone levels. One bottle of that for 26. One bottle of Inflama Complete from Innate Response Formulas for 18. This is all half price. Um, I've got Feline Whole Body Formula from Standard Process, half price, 14 a bottle. Um, now, I don't carry Standard Process anymore, but that's just one that I had. I've got the Dim Pro, which I mentioned before, which is probably the best thing I know of right now. Douglas Lab stopped making Escrow Quench. Dim Pro has an incredible effect on if, particularly a man or a woman, but this is more prevalent, I think, in men. They've got, well, it's. There's a lot of what they call xenoestrogens in the environment, where they're fake estrogens that will, if we took blood tests, they would our estrogen levels would appear way too high. It's one of the things that give men breasts, slows down their metabolism, gives them metabolic syndrome, feminizes men, estrogen. DIMPRO, um, the, the product I carry is kind of like half a liver detox and half really, really, really has an effect on estrogen, on lowering estrogen levels. So if you had low estrogen levels as a woman, you would not want to take DIMPRO. Personally, when I try to take it, I must have probably lower estrogen levels because when i take it i'm like i think i need the little bit of estrogen i've got because i become like like a little bit stoic or, or a little bit i need i need that I, I everybody needs certain hormones we need testosterone even women need testosterone women need estrogen progesterone they need them at higher levels but um this would be for somebody that had high estrogen levels dimpro i've got nine of those bottles for 16 that's half price or actually it's less than half price i'm also dropping intramax from my line okay uh, i've got one intra kid left i'm dropping intramax because um it's heavy to ship it has very low i mean their expiration dates are kind of ridiculous they don't, it doesn't last very long. It's not a good long-term site. It's, it's like my most, by far my most expensive multi. If you do a cap a day, it's 85 bucks a month. And that's not including shipping. And, and so I was getting less and less orders for it because I think the economy, I mean, just everything's going through the roof price-wise. So I'm dropping the uh, Intramax. It's not that it's a bad product. You can still find it online. It's just that for those reasons, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and just drop it. I've got the the main multis I've got now are the um I'll just look those up real quick. Um I do have the Mega Food Women's Multi Soft Chew and the Kids I think Soft Chew. Those are really not what I would rather have. So that would be for somebody that literally will not swallow pills and they're they just want a gummy. I've got those in stock, okay? Um but the ones I'm recommending are for like the men and the women. BioMulti Plus, that's the one from Biotics. It's in an enzymatic food base. It's a really good just multivitamin mineral. For a man that wants to have a multi without iron, I've got the BioMulti Plus Iron Free. That one comes in a 90 count. The BioMulti Plus comes in a 90 and a 270, I believe. So it's like a triple bottle. Um, and then also I have one... That box also makes Equifem. It comes in a 126 count bottle and a 252 count bottle. And it's a general female multi, but it's also a little bit more oriented to those having menopausal or perimenopausal symptoms, such as hot flashes. But some women will do well off it, regardless of that. So it, you know, those are the three ones I'm really recommending. I'm I'm kind of trying to streamline my product line because I just don't have the luxury anymore of having ugh, five six seven different choices of a, of a given thing um for just a lot of different reasons i'm just trying to streamline my product lines so i also have the vitamin c powder from pharmax that i couldn't get for like a year and that's the one that if you want if you're on a budget and you want to get a high level of vitamin c powder now it's not like a whole food whatever but it's not ascorbic acid either. I think it's magnesium ascorbate vitamin C. Um, 
it's like over a hundred servings. I mean, it's 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 a ton of servings. Okay, so I was wrong. It's yeah, it's magnesium, ascorbate, vitamin C. It's eight hundred milligrams per scoop. And then it's also got magnesium as magnesium ascorbate, sixty-one milligrams. And that's it. That that's all it's in it. It's, it's not adulterated with anything else. And there's two hundred and fifty servings per canister for thirty-nine bucks. So if you're on a budget or if you want to stockpile some vitamin C that's a, a decent quality, this is the stuff. Okay, because for what you're getting, I mean, that's that's what that's what you would want to do. Um, I also have that uh, grass-fed beef um, ancestral one. There, uh, these are these are expirations all the way into 2025. These are these have not went by their best use date. Their their best use dates are way into 2025. I've got thyroid um, for. 25 i've got two of them i've got adrenal for 40 this is half price even though they're not expired even if you go and try to buy these right now online the ancestral grass-fed beef glandulars if you go try to buy these online right now you're going to pay double the thyroid's 25 i've got two of them the adrenal's 40 so you'd pay 80 online i've got two of them and also i have a fish egg one fish eggs and i've got three of those for 34 a piece and they're, again they're all half price and none of those are even expired i've got a product called iCall, um which is a really super good liver it's it's really a liver detox it's a kind of an all-in-one and um i've got that for half price at 15 i think it's by the best use date but not by much and um then i've also got the elderberry mega food um and zinc their elderberry and zinc mega food gummies or whole food chews or whatever for 19 and i've also got the d3 they mega food has a d3 gummy and with orange cranberry organic blueberry for 19 as well Plus, I've got those other vitamins from them I told you about. Anyway, that's all. I, I just wanted to give a little quick product update. I don't do that very often, but uh, I have those if you're interested. So God bless you, and we will, Lord willing, see you in the next audio.